This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 11th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. President Bush and Congress have punted on S-CHIP, the state children's health insurance program. Now the task falls to the next president to decide if the program will be contracted, kept, expanded, or scrapped. But the program's perverse effects haven't gone away, according to Michael Cannon, director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute. And, he says, thus far, presidential candidates aren't saying much about it. Where we are with S-CHIP right now is essentially where we were uh, before this debate began. The program exists uh, as it did last year. Congress decided to reauthorize it rather than to expand it uh, because essentially the president won. The president stuck to his veto threats. He, he, he followed through on them. Uh, he vetoed S-CHIP expansion twice. And uh, the Democrats succeeded and decided they were not going to try to expand the program. They were just going to keep it as it is uh, for the next year or more so that um, th- we would be fighting this battle again in March of 2009. It seems that the Bush position was, I like the program. I just don't like it as much as you do. He wanted an expansion. Was his position in any way based on the economics of S-CHIP? No, I think his position, uh, well, I, I, I can't really uh, peer into the soul of, of the president, but um, it's difficult to say, uh, to find any evidence that, that uh, the president took a principled stance here, uh, because the history of this administration has been one of approving uh, uh, what they call Medicaid waivers and, and S-CHIP uh, proposals by the states to expand the program up the income scale to expand it to adults, uh, even though SCHIP is the, the C in SCHIP stands for children. Um, and yet, then the president sort of turned on a dime and he said, well, no, we're not going to expand this program. We think it covers too many adults and we think that uh, it's crowding out private health insurance. Um, it was doing all those things when the president was expanding it. And now it seems that you know his, his biggest objection or his only objection was that uh, the Democrats are trying to expand the program. So I don't think it was a principled stand that he took, but it was an effective one. Uh, not only did uh, he beat back any expansion of S-CHIP, but the administration did, uh, in in you know, re- what looked like a reversal of uh, of their previous uh, policy, they did uh, limit any expansions of Medicaid or S-CHIP uh, above two hundred percent of the federal poverty level. And what that means is, uh, for a family of four. Uh, the states uh, cannot expand Medicaid or S-CHIP to families of four making more than $41,000 a year unless they are covering 95% of the people who are eligible for the uh, program under that uh, income threshold. So it really, uh, the the administration formulated a position that says you have to, uh, uh, the the states have to cover 95% of of, uh, these low-income people first before you can expand the program up the income scale. Um, It appears to be uh, an an effective tool for blocking any expansions of the program. The states don't think they can get 95% of uh, uh, eligible children and families under uh, 200% of the federal poverty level enrolled because it's just hard to get everyone enrolled in those programs. With regard to the issue of crowd-out, Democrats obviously wanting to expand the program well into the middle class would have exacerbated that problem. But what of the idea of mandating 95% coverage for the populations eligible currently? Would that have an impact on crowd out? It would. One of the problems with requiring states to 
uh, aggressively enroll people under 200% of the federal poverty level is that some of those people do have private health insurance. And uh, you do run the risk of crowding out even more private health insurance among uh, uh, families who are underneath that threshold. So the president and Congress have essentially punted this issue to the next president because the program isn't set to expire now until March of 2009. What have the presidential candidates said about SCHIP? Well, I think that uh, not much on the on, on the Democratic side. Uh, they want to expand the program um, because uh, the the Democratic base wants uh, more and more people enrolled into government programs so that we can eventually uh, achieve a government-run system of universal coverage. On the Republican side, they haven't said very much. They they appear to be uh, uh, sticking to uh, the the president's message. Um, although there have there have been some rumblings, uh, I think from uh, Governor Huckabee that some Republicans would be sympathetic uh, to expanding the program. But no one, possibly with the exception of Ron Paul, who has advocated getting rid of Medicare and Medicaid entirely, no one has uh, none, none of the leading candidates have taken a serious look at SCHIP and asked the seri- the important questions that we need to be asking. Why are why do we have this program, um, which is uh, ostensibly supposed to cover those uh, children and families who are who make too much to be eligible for Medicaid, but not enough to be able to afford private insurance. If that's the purpose of the program, then why are the rules drawn so that over half of the children who are eligible actually have private health insurance? If that's the if if the stated reason for the program is the real reason for the program, then the eligibility rules make so no sense, and they need to be tightened up. I think that if uh, uh, if Republicans started asking that question, then they would realize that this is a a bad attempt to uh, make uh, health insurance more affordable. If ever there was a government health care program that should be scrapped, it was this one. And then they would start looking at uh, more responsible approaches to making health care affordable for low-income families. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies for the Cato Institute and co-author of the book Healthy Competition, What's Holding Back Healthcare and How to Free It. It's available for purchase at our website, cato.org.